If you like Taste Test and you want to keep the music digestion sessions going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details. But first, let's start the show. Have a taste. You are now in the zone. Zone, zone, zone. With Taste Test Live. On our podcast, we provide our listeners with insightful music digestion sessions, what's happening in the music and entertainment industry each week. Also, on Taste Test Live, we feature artist interviews, awesome backstories, and we might even get an exclusive song from one of our guests. Yeah, I love that. That's right. Our goal is to keep our podcast subscribers happy by offering new and fresh content. If you have an album or a single coming out and you want to promote your music or your book or your artwork or share a great story about your career career in the music industry, drop us a line. You can do that by heading over to our website at tastetest.live. Head over to our contact page and you just might have a chance to be a guest on the show. Yep, that's true. Mm. It is time to have a taste. taste. Hey, what's Jazzin? Hey. What's Welcome Jazzin? to Taste Test Live. I'm Damian Lamar and we are here for some exclusive interviews, music news, laughs, and joining me in studio are my co-host, my Taste Test Live co-host, that is Blue Francois Extraordinaire and the Fairmonious MJ Baker. Welcome. Hey. How's it going this week? Hey, we're moving right along. We are. Yeah, in spite of. <laughs> it's been going good. Good, good. We um, are pushing through. Good. So on that note, MJ, can you take a quick moment and tell our first-time listeners what they can expect to have, happen on Taste Test Live? On Taste Test Live, we discuss what's happening in the entertainment industry. Our podcast features exclusive interviews, and occasionally, we feature some new music releases you probably won't hear anywhere else. If you're interested or know someone who might want to promote an upcoming single, new album, concert, or just drop by to share your newest project, get in touch with us. Yes, head over to tastetest.live, our website. There you can find a form you can complete to be a guest on our show. And if you like what you heard, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Taste Test Radio. Um, I think it's time. It's it's long overdue. Yes. It's been a minute. You already know what's going down, Blue. It's your favorite segment. What is this segment called again? Put, for my favorite segment, put this in your mouth. I got cold feet. <laughs> I got cold feet. What? Just you sing. get cold feet because, because why? I was going to sing, roast, um, you know, chestnut roasting on the open fire. Yeah. I was going to sing it. Sing it. I, I, I mean, I got cold feet. And it, it was going to be too raunchy and nasty. Chestnuts roasting. Never mind. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Put this in your mouth. This is the first time he ever had cold feet. I think I've I've never seen you with cold feet. Because when I'm singing, are they? Let me look at you. Are your feet blue? Yeah. Come on, like ice cold. It's it's not the segment is not even the same if you don't do it. Okay. Everybody expects you to do something outrageous, man. Come on now. Are you ready? Yes. Chestnut roasting on an open fire. As we put this in your mouth. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Don't you love don't you I say love you love it. it. You you like you love it. <laughs> we would like to put something in your mouth this week. <laughs> For those of you who have no clue what we're referring to, put this in your mouth is our weekly Listen. segment where we talk about the latest music news, what's happening. Blue, please in like what in the world is going on in entertainment industry right now? Billboard.com reported that the 62nd annual Grammy Awards ceremony scheduled for January 
26, 2020 at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. It will recognize the best recordings, compositions, and artists of, of the eligibility year, running from October 1st, 2018 to October 31st, 2019. Nominations were announced in, in all 84 categories on November 20th, 2019. And this year will be hosted by Alicia Keys. And so far, Lizzo lead with the most nominations. Wow, Lizzo. Of course she does. She's snatching it. Listen. Let's let's talk about Lizzo for one quick second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so what what did she show up to with the like the teeny tiny purse? <laughs> that said she what was, was giving zero American Music Awards. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. And yeah. what did she say? She gets that, zero. Well, the the purse was so small. It was, it was so small, tiny yeah. because she she really was giving zero. <laughs> f- and she can. That's how many f- she can fit in her purse. <laughs> okay. So, um, but yeah. Wow. So I like I like Lizzo for that reason. Yeah, very controversial. She just recently made headlines. According to People.com, uh, Lizzo isn't letting any haters stop her from believing, believing she's 100% that the goodest singer and the internet uh, went uh, buzzed this week after um, she was sporting a racy outfit uh, at the Los Angeles, Los Angeles Lakers and Minnesota Timberwolves game on Sunday night. Yeah, I saw it. You saw it? I saw when it. She, yeah. I don't see what the she, big... She had her cheeks out. I mean, well, it was playing her song. It was like it was like a prince. Remember when Prince, when he showed up and he was on stage and he had his his uh his butt cheeks out. Uh-huh. It was like that, but it was more like a dress, and you can yeah, actually I see. see you yeah, know. it's like an oversized T-shirt that was cut out. In the yeah, butt. yeah, yeah. And she twerked. I mean, that's her. It's Lizzo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what else was on deck? Uh, <laughs> Hot97.com has reported that Nick Cannon surprised everyone with a diss track towards Eminem, which included a cameo appearance from the incarcerated Suge Knight. And in the song, <laughs> he made a reference, which was from uh, his lawyer, uh, Slim Shady's lawyer, where he said that he has a video of him being s***ed off by his um, chauffeur. <laughs> and so they paid him off, then laid him off. Now who really the cops? Mm. He rapped on the song. Uh, I, I, my that this whole feud, I, I, this whole feud between Eminem and the, you know, because I think that um, I think something happened where he 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 brought it up in the song or in or on a, on, a, on an interview yeah. or something. He brought up Mariah Carey and took a shot, and so Nick Cannon. So got in, 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 yeah, Eminem uh-huh. brought up. Mariah Carey yeah. took a shot at Nick Cannon, and, and now then, Nick Cannon is finally coming back and saying, so, "Oh, yeah, by the way, it this started is what a I controversy." Heard. And then he, uh, it started. It was going back and forth, uh, and then so Nick Cannon brought up, "Well, you, you know, you're homosexual." And then so they went back and forth, and then next thing you know, it, he said, "You know, I'm gonna make a diss song." And then it's like, "Why would you? You're not really a you're not really a lyrical rapper, right? Like, why yeah. would you diss him? Like, I, I like the back and forth banter. And if he's a homosexual, he's a homosexual. Okay. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah. It's like Well he's like outing him or something Is that what he's trying to no, do No it's like It's like You trying to challenge You You No no, I'm not going to say you It's like me Trying to challenge Tank To a sing off Like, like Tank, <laughs> Right I'm gonna You know yeah. what Tank Since you said that You don't think You know like I'm, I'm gonna You know what I'm gonna out sing you So I'm gonna have a diss song And it's like Why would you Tank is a A beast vocally So it's like Why would you even Try to out rap him I'd rather have him just keep it at antics and, and Twitter beef as, as opposed to, like, I don't know, that's just stupid. Well, I think what's so funny is that people actually were 
egging Nick Cannon on to rap because for comical relief, for comic relief, it was it was completely for comic relief. I heard the song. It was well produced. I just feel like it wasn't something that I don't even think Eminem. They say Eminem's supposed to respond, but I don't. I I, I honestly wouldn't even think that Eminem took an L if he didn't respond because it's very comical. But the song sounds really good. It was on World Star Hip Hop. Um, you know, so far I think it's been up. For, I think two days now. Uh, well, I think yeah, two days, and it is already almost at a million views. So, but anyway, yeah. So. I think I think that uh, Nick Cannon should leave the rapping alone, and and I pray that Eminem and maybe leave. Nick Cannon should really tell Eminem how he really feels. Yeah, <laughs> he's so silly. <laughs> and uh, um, moving on, TMZ also reported that uh, the passing of Juice World. Um, he arrived to Chicago airport and suffered a, a seizure. Yeah, and man. then. Later, that was bad. Later, they reported that um, he was trying to hide some Percocets. Took a whole bunch of them, and I guess it didn't. It uh, reacted to his body, and uh, he. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah I, I, I heard a lot that he just basically just did that real quick because yeah. he there was like seven pounds of marijuana on the plane, and yeah, and he just quickly did that to hide, and he ended up overdosing. That's that's what I read. So he was hiding them. Ended up, and ended up taking them, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Ingesting them. Ingesting them. And it caused him to die. Wow. So. And now he's the most um, streamed art. You know, I hate to say this, but it was, you know, they said that he's the most streamed artist right now of artists who passed. Because everybody didn't know who he was or. Yeah. Mm. So. Well, may he rest in peace. Um, we got two more and we'll be moving around along. Um the source, Hot97.com, reported that Keisha Cole was not feeling O.T. Genesis', Genesis new song, Crip. He redid. Oh, it's horrible, too. Uh, if y'all want to laugh, if you're bored, I will pull it up. It's O.T. Genesis. He, Genesis, I'm sorry. He redid Keisha Cole's song, Love, and call it Crip. And he actually has a raspy, un-melodic, unmelodic voice, and he's singing... Um, a crip gangster style of her song and she was not feeling it's horrible I mean I can't even imagine it yeah it is it, <laughs> no I can't I, I just I, Wait, I can't yeah he says it's killing me your third degree I shot my op from a distance what you seeing what you see in cuz don't see in me when I'm done you going you gonna know ain't ain't no make believe so cuz yeah it's, it's yeah if you, if you listen to the song it's, it's never knew that I was creepy I could hear it, but yeah, so oh my god! But he, he switched the words around. It's, but he's it's it's it, he's singing horribly, but it's very entertaining. MJ want to sing it so bad. I see you just itching. She just want to sing it. To trip it, I'm a ride. <laughs> <You gotta> do- <laughs> last, no. last no. but not was least. he high when he did that? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Last but not least, yes. no. Miami. I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with this. Okay. Are you gonna you, mention it? What? Absolutely. WWKD. I gotta put this on video. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> One of the things when I wake up in the morning, yes, before I even go to the bathroom and brush my teeth or whatever, you make your bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I made my bed. Go to the bathroom. Come back out of the bathroom. Come to the room. Pull up the phone, and I get on Twitter. 
I get my news on Twitter. What's happening in the world? What's trending? And I see old Chromehead. <laughs> Chromehead? Who's Chromehead? Old Chromehead, a.k.a. WWWKD, a.k.a. Yeezy, a.k.a. <laughs> Kanye West, down in Art Basel, looking like Nipsey Russell from The Wiz. <laughs> and I saw a retweet from B. Slade, who is formerly known as Tone, mm-hmm. right? Okay. I saw a retweet from him, and there was a, a quote that was actually a song from The Wiz, and I was in the whiz, so I knew the song and I knew the reference and I just fell out. So I fell out laughing because it says, lie some more to me. <laughs> Bro looked like he needed some oil. And I told y'all weeks ago, I've been telling y'all for a long time, something went right by Kanye. I told you. But I told, what, what no, no, no. Uh, 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 uh. No, no, hold on. I understand it's Art Basel. And I understand it's art, but he became the art in a not-so-tasteful way. He is the art. According to... WWKD. <laughs> it's amazing how silent y'all get. Like, I want everybody who's listening, think about all the times you've been listening to this podcast and MJ and Blue are ragging on me about saying that I have Kanye hateration when you I do. really don't. I'm just letting you guys know that something's not right and I have a theory. I officially have a theory. What's your theory? My theory is that Kim Kardashian West, his wife, knows very well that the elevator doesn't go up right? and the light bulb's not all the way on. She does. She does. And mm-hmm. she's expecting him to leave leave her all his money. That's what I think is going to happen. She don't need his money. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, she don't. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. She could, what's what's a little bit more? What's a couple more million? You she know, what? I, th- I think I think she really does love him. I if think. you loved him, you would not let your husband show up at Art Basel looking like Nipsey Russell. But you know and what? A chrome head. You know what? Listen, I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Okay. See, that's your problem right now. No, but but <laughs> <laughs> I like. I, okay, so she does say stuff to him, but he goes on his own. So I'm sure she said, "You really gonna do that?" Why are you doing that? And he probably said, "Cause I'm art. I want to. I am art. I want to connect." Did they say why he did that? No, but to in, to response to what you're saying, I noticed that Kim t- don't wear her provocative clothes like she. Cause he asked her. Yeah. Remember there was he yeah. outed her. He said, "Look, if I'm gonna be doing this kind of music, you can't be dressing like that." And she was upset, but she she started covering it up. Then she made an announcement. One last point. One last point before you go. Damien, I'm very appalled by the way you spoke of Kanye, but the issue that I very want, appalled. Like, first yeah. of all, those two words. I'm gonna even uh, very and then appalled. Yeah, get out of here, man. Come on, right? Now. Really? Well, I'm appalled. Very. <laughs> Listen, would you have to? I, and Chelsea, my girlfriend, fiance, tricked me. She and I told her not to play it because I wasn't ready. She played three songs off the album, <laughs> and I will say, I, even though I wasn't ready, I was very. I wasn't Did you feel the spirit? No I didn't feel the spirit Did you catch the Holy Ghost? No I didn't do any of that But I will say this The music I did hear Was well produced Oh without question Well produced Mm -hmm. And it gives gospel music A different spin We we established that weeks ago Right and it makes it approachable So I feel like we should Every show On Taste Test We should give him honor And thank him for (laughs) When you get your show (laughs) 
Listen, you guys, I wish we had a camera here so you could see the, like, how off, like, Damien is on the offense. I'm not on the offense at all. And no. Blue is trying to get him. No, Blue is trying to get you to waver, and you are like a pillar right now. Because, look, I'm going to say it like they say in the hood. I done told (laughs) y'all. Hey. Something ain't right. Listen, Kanye, you know what? He is a free spirit in however he feels. If Kanye wanted to wear a diaper that day. He would have. He would have. And he would have been had had Donald Trump's face all on it. He would have been on the diaper. Can you imagine that? I can see that. Well, I would like to thank Kanye for all the contributions. See, you had a visual dude, didn't you? It was great, wasn't it? Uh-huh. I'd like to thank Kanye for the contribution to Taste Test Live. Thank you. Yep. Kanye, we need a check. We sure do. Just send a check just because we talk about hey. you reluctantly week after week when I keep telling y'all that he's not a sponsor. Write, write us a check like you did uh, Pastor Jamal Bryant Church. Ooh, we we yeah. won't turn it away. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I would immediately form an impression <laughs> so, just it. so I can cash it. We would cash it. We would cash it. <laughs> we won't turn that check away. Oh, okay. We're really excited to share with you guys. Chris Williams, musician, multi-instrumentalist, is here to give us a Taste Test Live exclusive. And I have to get my mind right and get it cleansed from all the chrome. All right, we're back. Welcome back to Taste Test Live. I'm Damien Lamar and Blue Francois. A.K.A. Kanye supporter. <laughs> and uh, the MJ Baker. The MJ Baker. <laughs> who's holding her fingers up because she has nothing else to say. Because she too is a <laughs> Kanye supporter. <laughs> Boy, this is everything today. Y'all are showing out. This is this is how y'all going. This is the last show of the year. Y'all going to end it like this? Oh, this is how y'all going to go out? Oh. Like what though? How are we going out? You're cutting up. <laughs> oh. Sound like somebody's uncle. Okay. <laughs> y'all stop cutting up. I ain't gonna get you no shasta. Right. Soda. On that note, I'd like to welcome our guest, Chris Williams. Hey, Chris. Welcome, Chris. Hey, welcome. How you doing? Man, it's glad to. Ha- I'm actually glad to have you behind a microphone, like sitting down talking. Right. Because <laughs> when I see you, you're usually on stage with like a guitar. I've recently had a chance to experience your piano playing, which was otherworldly. Like I, I have like mad respect for you now, as if I didn't have it before. Like it's even like I'm I'm fanboying right now. Oh. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna take a quick moment and tell everybody who you are by reading your bio if you would allow me to do that yeah that's cool okay Chris Williams is a soul R&B singer musician producer from Jacksonville Florida he's a self-taught instrumentalist he also plays four instruments fluently allowing him to have accompanied several local and nationwide acts in both Florida and in New York <laughs> also known for his vocal range and falsetto he's drawn comparisons from both Prince and D'Angelo of which I could attest 
Mm-hmm. He is best known for his 2013 debut album, Vintage Soul, in which he wrote and co-produced. He's also known for performing at several local music venues, as well as multiple local and regional music festivals, such as Oyster Jam Fest, Jacksonville Jazz Fest, and the Funk Fest, festing all over the place. And with a background ranging from soul, funk, jazz, and even traditional gospel, Chris Williams has been able to combine all of these influences and create his own style of playing and singing. He's rumored to have a single scheduled in early 2020. And I believe we might get a chance to hear a snippet of that. If I'm nice, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Welcome. How you doing? Good, man. I'm exquisite. Man, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um... We have been watching you, and I think some of us, I can't say, I haven't had the privilege of having you you in my band, and I'm going to be a little bit jealous right now, just <laughs> saying, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for musicians to play with. Just go to uh, the next question. The next question is... Why haven't you been in my band? <laughs> no, no, seriously. No, I, I'm very fond. I'm a fond of your of your musicianship. I've been watching you grow, man. Your growth is beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. You. So you've gone Thank from Vintage Soul back in 2013 to now. Mm-hmm. Can you like tell us what you're what you're working on and like kind of give us a hint and maybe an album title? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, hey, I respect that. No, just, not yet. Well, I will say it's definitely some growth between um, then and now. Um, a lot of times, I, what I realize that a lot of times before you um, give birth to something new, mm-hmm. especially music in in writing, especially um, a lot of times you have to live the life that you're singing about. You know, I yeah. know that's you know sounds a little church cliche, but it's true. Sometimes you have to live and experience yeah. some of the things that you write about and at the time um even before um the first album a lot of stuff that i will say a lot of stuff that's coming out now was written even then and sometimes it's like you know you get these inspirations you get these messages to write mm-hmm. you don't know why you're writing them and then all of a sudden you live every single lyric that you know you've written about right and do you understand you have an appreciation for it so i mean that's really the gist of it that's kind of like where i am now yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're one of these artists that like almost like Charday that she disappears for eight years, right? And she comes back with this amazing piece of amazing body of work, and it all was like, okay, y'all were wondering what I was doing for the last eight years, right? Well, here it is. I've been living. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So experience is the best teacher, and it comes through your music. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you um, did you produce a lot of uh, of the material on this upcoming album? Are you producing all of it? You working with any local producers? I'm producing the majority of. It. I would say about ninety percent of it is me. Oh, good. Um, okay. I'm playing everything, um, which is what I'm proud of. That's something I've always wanted to accomplish with what I was doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's another thing that kind of took time. You know, a lot of times as musicians, we stun our own growth we feel like you know i've arrived i can do this i can do that so let's just take what i already got and keep going and i took the time to actually grow and learn more of what i was doing you mm-hmm. know um focus on new instruments focus on developing the things that i've been doing already and just you know again never stop learning i'm learning now when i leave here i'm gonna be practicing so yeah um that's another thing i take pride in is that part of the growth so i would say yeah about Ninety percent of it is me. That's exciting. That's exciting. I, I love growth. I like watching people grow because 
I think you, you don't ever want to be stagnant as a musician because when you when that happens, then your creativity becomes squelched. Right. And you like everything kind of becomes contrived. I think you can you can attest to that. You know, like you trying too hard, and then it doesn't come out, and then you you compromise your authenticity. Right. Because you're trying so hard. So, um, I, you know, I learned that too years ago by not forcing anything, just letting it be. So you're mm-hmm. speaking of that with your, with your process. Uh, how do you normally get your music? I mean, is it are you get inspired by certain things? Do you are you waking up in the middle of the night? Uh, you know, do you dream these lyrics? <laughs> I was doing that. Um, believe it or not, uh, almost all of that. You know, sometimes I would. It sounds funny, but I was sleeping next with a pad next to me, and sometimes I just write and scribble something that don't make sense. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I got the notepad on my phone. I'm <clears throat> putting in. You know, I hear I hear something and I just jot it down and. You know, I think it's gonna fit something else, and then I, you know, I'm playing around on keys, and I hear something that'll fit that. So I mean, that's another process. So I mean, it's it's a lot of processes, and then there's also those periods where there's absolutely nothing. <laughs> like you yeah. sit in front of an instrument, or you sit, you know, with a pad, and you want something to come out, and absolutely nothing comes out. Then all of a sudden, you're driving to work, and it just hits you. you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Oh, I do want to shout out. Um, go back to your previous question about you know producing I said it was you know 90% me do want to shout out my boy RD Music who did help me um, with this thing RD RD yeah. that's my boy yeah. man RD is yeah. the man yeah, but I think Blue Blue introduced RD Blue, mm. Blue brought him in here he's done some videography for us did you know yeah. he's a music producer yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? No, I, I see him on IG man he's he's, he's dope he's man. amazing he's yeah. dope he's dope you know and um, shout out to him for his help and belief you know it's not easy when you have a vision of something and, you know, you try to give it to someone or try to share it with someone mm-hmm. right. that, you know, tries to put their own spin of your vision. Right. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find someone that's that's allowing you to be creative and just kind of plugging in wherever they fit in and mm-hmm. showing doing things that, okay, maybe this will work. And, you know, it's hard to find that. So definitely shout out to him, man. Okay. Shout out to RD. Now, um... You know, you were talking about your creative process and different things like that. So would you say that your sound has, has your sound from Vintage Soul, has that changed, matured? Like, where would you say, is it still soul? Is it a fusion? Like, what, what have other influences come in, basically? Well, I would definitely say it's almost... Completely different from the last, you know, from from Finished Soul. I mean, to me, it's still Soul. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, Soul for me now versus what I thought it was then is something totally different. It's more of a feeling now. It's more of, you know, what's internal. And um, That's good. So, I mean, it. I would say my sounds evolve. It's still Soul, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely different from what it was before. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. I, I can't wait. I feel like you're just teasing. So I think we need to go ahead and just hear the song real quick. Like, can we hear it? Yes. How much can we share with our listeners? I'll give y'all 10 seconds. 10. Wow. Okay, I'll tell you what. Okay. We, can, we can't share the whole track? Nah, play the chorus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. Why your attitude and the tears you cry for where I am and where I've been? Wondering, can we run it back again? Oh, yeah, I'm thinking you and me should put it back together. 
together, come and get your man. Ready to give this love thing one more try, come and get your man. Maybe this time around we can make it better, come and get your man. From the production to the sound to the feel, it sounds open. Um, it's it, it it grows. Uh, I can hear it on my radio show. Like I need to have that in my life. Right. Thank you, man. Come and get your man. Why? <laughs> get your man. Come and get your man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what inspired the title? You go laugh. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> it's funny. Okay. So you remember that movie? Um, what was it? Um, the Tyler Perry movie when um, the husband was paralyzed and then he started back walking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember the scene when he went, when they went to church and apparently, I guess he, you know, became, he got saved, became a Christian uh-huh. and they was eating dinner at, uh, was it Madeira's house? Mm-hmm. Or somebody's house. It was somebody's house. They was eating dinner and his wife got up to go back to go get Shamar Moore. But I, think, right. I don't know if that's it was right. the grandma or the aunt's like, go and get your man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and that yeah, just, yeah, 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 That just inspired you that right there. You're like, oh, I got a song. Rang in my head for like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I mean, in, in the first line, um, who had the song, Blame It On Me? Was it Chrisette Michelle? Mm-hmm. Blame it on me. So, yeah, I was like, you can blame it on me. So, mm. and just kind of went from there. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to beg. But you already know I will play it and I will put it in heavy rotation. I'm sorry you guys are listening. You're only going to get a snippet of that song. <laughs> right. It's, it's really that nice. hot. It's that exclusive. Thank you, man. Yeah, Seriously. but when, when you release it, release the single, mm-hmm. we want you to come back. Okay. And and, and, and share it with us. We, sure we, we appreciate that. Yeah. That's going to be very soon. It's very soon. Okay. Very All soon. Right. When the ball drops, the single drops with it. What? Did you hear that? Yeah. Did you? You heard that? I'm excited. So you're gonna bring you gonna you gonna oh, I got goosebumps over here. Like for real, seriously. Look at that. Look, real goosebumps. <laughs> like when it's well, real you good. Yeah. Tom, Tommy Bridgewater and I, we got this thing. If the music's good and it's a, like it feels like you feel the spirit, like mm-hmm. I, I I got goosebumps and I'm not cold. Yeah. Like it's just it's a real thing. Like, <laughs> y'all, he's for real. I can see it. Yeah, like. <laughs> I'm excited, like for real. I told you I've been fanboying. Man, I appreciate. I, it let me tell real, you. Let, let me tell you why. Mm. MJ, mm-hmm. she, she's so modest. So MJ Baker was performing at Jazzy's restaurant. Mm-hmm. This was maybe about what, three, four weeks ago. About a no, month ago. Two, two weeks ago. Two or three. Has it been that week? Two okay. Or three weeks ago. Yeah. And I showed up with my friend um, Chris Chrissy Love. She's a, an artist that I'm sort of like working with right now. Showed up with her. We wanted to go out. We're sitting at the bar. And your band was stellar. Like, I use that word. Is that old? No. Okay. No, no the band was Thank great. Thank you. The, I felt like, and I told you this the next day, I felt like I should have been paying at least $40 ticket minimum to see you that night. Yeah. Y'all were great. Thank you. And I and I saw you, Chris, as a, the, for the first time on keys. And normally I see you behind a guitar. Like, you know, I've seen you at a Prince tribute concert, nailing it. Seen you in Hemming Park, nailing it, but it's always been guitar. So this is my first time really, really kind of seeing you like play. Oh, man. And uh, I, I admire it. And when I hear this and I heard Vintage Soul, I'm like, okay. Night and day. <laughs> Unparalleled is the word. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the comparison is contrasting. 
So uh, yeah, I I appreciate it. This growth is good, man. This man, is really good. Y'all. And you know what? Too, I just want to say. I think also in Jacksonville, I don't know how many males have released music. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's been a lot of females releasing yeah. music this year, and so it's really, really. I'm excited to hear a male voice and and you know that's actually creating music and not just gigging but actually yeah like even a a soul and r&b musician um there's not many here in jacksonville i can't call myself that because i'm i'm a very i'm a little bit of a melange i do a little bit of everything but you have nailed it like you 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 nail it and you you make you make me feel proud that it came out of jacksonville yeah it's it's homegrown for real Mm. thank you it's like that fertilizer's been in the ground since vintage soul, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, all right. Can't tease the, the the album title. He's not going to tell us what it is. Okay, I'll tell you. I I won't tell you Don't, when. You got to tell us. I won't tell you when, but I will give you the title. Soul Power Revolution. Oh Jesus, Jesus. I mean, I've been that make you want to buy it right for, now. I've been saying it for. order <laughs> sale. I've been saying it for years, but yeah. The album is called Soul Power Revolution. Soul Power Revolution by Very Chris Williams. Yeah. Coming out early 2020. You about to lead a new decade. You, 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 you're dropping the single when the ball drops. So we're going to wake up. Happy New Year. And we're going to hear Get Your Man. Get right. your so man. Happy New Year. Get, get your, your Man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag of growth. I met Chris probably, man, was it 15 years ago? Just about. Yeah, about 15 years ago. And I think I had the chance to experience his craft from both sides, like from a photographer and then also when I was trying to do the music and stuff like that. And I remember I was working at Ariel's. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be like trying to help with, I was trying to help with like, you know, promotions and marketing. No, you were helping, not trying. You were helping. And then I ended up working there. It was crazy. And so I, you know, I formed a band and I would have stuff. And I remember Chris would save me in situations like, I'm like, Chris, I need a band. And Chris would, Bring a little three piece. I think at the time it was like fifty dollars a man, and um, and Chris would just come play, do whatever. And this is before he felt confident and comfortable playing and singing. He would he just would do it because he wanted the opportunity. And um, and I remember one time he had gotten into a car accident. Yeah. And it yeah. And it it reformatted me and saying, man, like the stuff people go through to get somewhere to do something that they love. And it um, and it changed the dynamics of what I was really doing. I had to evaluate. I was just like, man, like it was bad. And but what I learned out from it, I learned to really value what I do and, and the people that I connect with because he was coming to help me out and got into a uh, car accident. And it was so crazy. And at that time, it was just so much going on. I think for him, me, it was just like I was like, man, it's just. Like, I just want to do music. I just want to, like, like even if I couldn't sing, I just wanted to have something where a place can, people can enjoy themselves. Yeah. And Chris would come through. and I think and, you I think you did a good job of that, though. Yeah. Then. You, you, you had your desire. Because I, 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 I saw you in your element then. Really? I knew, I knew that wasn't your ministry. But no, no, no. It wasn't my ministry. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. my ministry. I knew, but, I knew it wasn't. But, but, but he was able to circle back. Me and Chris was able to circle back. And he let me take his pictures for Vintage Soul. Mm-hmm. And, and at that time, it was so crazy because... I was, um, uh, and I don't think I ever told him this, but 
Uh, he was he's one of the few people I had already seen the album cover before I took the picture type thing. Mm-hmm. And so the picture that I saw, they end up cho- they end up selecting. And uh, I forgot what was who he was with at that time. That label, uh, Periscope. Periscope, yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. um, those were the days. Elijah, Elijah, huh? Elijah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Elijah, Elijah Paris. Uh, yeah. 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 So, Shout out so, to Elijah Paris, man. Still yeah. love that dude. Yeah. And he and I, I learned a lot from Elijah because he was a perfectionist. And I think that when I seen him work with Elijah, it from there. And I think yeah, I think that and after after um, that little union between you and Elijah, like the, when y'all was playing, I think I met MJ at the Secret at Duke spot when he had a spot over there. And from there, it was just like like I was seeing him grow. And then so when he would do his music and, and, you know, like, do, like, the little videos. Like, I had to ch- I was like, wow, I've seen him from here go from there. And so when I listened to Vincent Souls, I, I li- because I did the album cover, I listened to it for a long time. Like, I was, I had it in my—it was on CD. I had it in my um, car. I, I had it in rotation. Um, I wasn't downloading music at the time, so I had the CD— and just being able to take the pictures and being able to be a part of something, I always, I always, and I don't think I've told him, but I always felt a part of his, you know, growth and yeah, project and, process, and yeah. stuff like that. So it was pretty dope to actually, you know, see the metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, metamorphosis. it's funny I think how things come full circle though, because yeah. it was it was about fifteen years ago. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I had my little braids and <laughs> yeah, thugging it out. Yeah, man. I remember I used to um, hear about you from this girl I used to. Um, we, we became real good friends, but I think at one time we was flirting with each other, and she would always say, "You know, Chris liked me," and I'd be like, "Well, <laughs> like <she'll, laughs> so, so like I'd be like, hey, why don't you come see me?' You know, like in a in a very slick way. I'd be like, "Hey, come see me. Come." I ain't gonna say the name on air. Yeah, I'm like, actually off of air. Who did? <laughs> I used to be like, "Come see me," and uh, I give you a hint. She stayed in GC GVC. Anyway, anyway, I'd be like, "Come see me." And so she would drive all the way to Jacksonville to come see me. And then she go, I think I might go see Chris. And I'd be like, like, I like you too. She was like, <laughs> she like, yeah, but we just friends, Blue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do have a girl. Listen, that was 15 years ago. Wow. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah 15, 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, because I got a fiance. Yeah. I, I ain't um, well, we chasing thirst. Out, I know, right? Time, times have changed. <laughs> Talk about growth. Right. Growth. Talk about growth. Growth is a curve. Kiki Perry said, hey. Kiki Perry said, hey. Hey, Kiki. Hey, Kiki. Now, she's a beast. You should yeah. have her on your project. Or... Man, I would be on it. Yeah, yeah Kiki. She's, she's great. If you're listening, hey. We talked about it, right? She said she adore us, yeah. We talked about it, Kiki. Tell her the feeling's mutual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, but, um, but yeah, so I used to, you know, so I, I had an opportunity, you know, and, you know, being, being in Jacksonville, I think a lot of people like to, you know, when you when you have a craft and when you have artistry, I see people try to compete or always have something bad to say, but with Chris, uh, I always appreciate him from afar. We, like, we didn't have to talk every day. I, we didn't have to have a fake friendship. It was just, when I see him, I'm like, man, he doing his thing. Yeah. Or I see him at the Cypher, or if I see him yep. performing, it was like, man, he doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would share his music, or I would inbox people. Like, uh, he would put the little videos on Instagram. I would say, oh, check out this guy right here. You know what I'm saying? But it always been love. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I feel the same way, because every, every time I see you in passing, it's, it's just always been respectful. Like, all the time. Yeah. There's never any drama. Like, we never had to compete. We've been on stage every time you know mm-hmm. several times and yeah it's been like that so yeah, i appreciate it. that's that's real authenticity authentic, authenticity i love it because i think the world lacks that that realness you right. know there's so many so much fake 
Yeah. It is, man. You know? And for me, I just look at it like, you know, everybody has their own lane. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I'm, I don't have time to worry about what anybody else is, is doing and trying to compete with anybody else. I'm mm-hmm. trying to make sure I'm the best Chris Williams I can be. Yeah. yeah. You know? Bro, I see it, man. I see it. I'm I appreciate trying, it. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Trying. I appreciate y'all. So, all right. Tell everybody how they can find you on social media. The Chris Williams, the best Chris Williams that you could be. <laughs> well, you might be the worst Chris Williams I could be on social media. <laughs> 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 that ain't that bad. Um, but you can find me on Instagram and, and um, Twitter under Chris Soul Singer, all one word, and um, Chris Williams Music on Facebook, man. Chris Williams on Facebook. All right. So, so you heard it here. We're gonna we're gonna recap one more time. So Soul Power Revolution. That's the name of the album. 2020. Yep. All it's right. happening. It's happening. It's happening. The new single, you heard it right here on Taste Test Live. Yes. He gave us a, a snippet. The the single is gonna be out on <laughs> December 31st, 2019. Yeah. And it's gonna release on January 1st, 2020. When the ball drops. When the ball drops. And what's the name of the single again? Come and get your man. Come and get your man. You heard it right here. Taste Test Live. Chris Williams, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate you. Thank y'all. Thank That's you. It. This has been real. It. Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on podcast services or wherever you listen to your podcast. Taste Test Live is supported by listeners like you. If you enjoy the show and want to make sure I can keep making it at this rate, then head over to tastetest.live and click the button that says Patreon. There you can learn how you can help and get some perks for your support. If you're unable to support Taste Test Live financially, then share the show. Tell your friends about it and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast service. I really enjoy sharing this podcast with you and producing it every week. Thank you so much for listening.